0: Hello, and welcome to episode 204 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. First, a warm welcome to Sarah L., Heather D., and Teresa K., the newest members of The Modern Manager community. If you are not yet on my mailing list, I hope that you'll subscribe and get the weekly announcement of the new episode, the blog, and the transcript delivered to your inbox. You can sign up at themodernmanager.com. And while you're there, check out the benefits of membership by visiting themodernmanager.com slash join. Today's episode is about focus. The modern world appears to have more distractions than ever before, and people are starting to worry that we're losing the ability to sustain attention. And the reality is that many of us feel that every day. There's so much to do, and it is hard to concentrate and get everything done. And yet, the need to focus is essential to doing good work and moving things forward. So today, I'll share what I've learned about how to set yourself and your team up to focus and get deep work done. Now, just a side note that what I'm sharing today comes from my personal experience, as well as books and videos that I have read or watched on my journey to better focus. A full list of these are in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get to it.
1: You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rockstar boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, Mamie Canfer stewart
0: Focus is the ability to concentrate, and some would even say it's specifically about our ability to concentrate on what matters most. Now, I'm not going to spend time in this episode on the latter part of that statement. I have talked about finding your zone of genius, and I've interviewed guests to talk about how to say no, when things aren't a priority. So I will link to those episodes in case you want to learn more. But for today, in this episode, we are going to dig into the idea of sustained attention. When I think about the ability to focus or concentrate on something, I think of it as a two-by-two matrix. Along the one side is distractions, and this has two dimensions, internal and external. And along the other side is timing, in the moment, and setting up for future success. Now, if you're having trouble visualizing this don't worry i'm going to talk through everything and i have included this matrix in the free mini guide so you can always download it for reference so to start us off let's talk about distractions and sustained attention where do distractions come from and why is it just so hard to focus one of the biggest ahas that i had when i first began learning about focus was that up to 80 percent of distractions actually come from within us We hear so often about external distractions like notifications and social media, our phones in general, and email. The list goes on and on, but in reality, a lot of those external distractions are actually internal distractions manifested by something external. Think of it like this. An external distraction interrupts us in some physical way. A person knocking on our door, a phone ringing, the Slack notification pop-up, a calendar alert ding, It's something that happens that calls our attention to it. Internal distractions are basically everything else, meaning your phone is an internal distraction most of the time. It's your mind that's thinking, ooh, I could look at Instagram right now. And that's what causes you to pick up your phone and start scrolling. Not the same thing as a ding. Same with your email. If it's not a notification that's alerting you, it's just your mind going, I could check my email now because maybe I've got something new to see. While an external object may serve as a reminder or trigger for our internal distractions, it's not the same as a true external distraction in which there's an interruption that happens independent of us. So just to be super clear, if your phone buzzes with an alert from Instagram, that's an external distraction. If you see your phone laying on the desk and then pick it up, that's an internal distraction, even if in both scenarios, you end up scrolling endlessly on Instagram. By the way, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at MamieKS. There are also tons of other internal distractions, like hunger or other bodily needs, remembering that you have to get milk on your way home, staring out the window lost in thought, feeling bored during a meeting, or noticing your pants have a stain on them. These are all examples of your mind pulling you away from the task at hand. Now, one further dimension to sustained attention is cognitive overload or mental exhaustion. If your brain is running on high gear for too long, you lose the stamina to concentrate. It's a funny thing to think about, but our brains burn calories. Thinking actually takes a lot of energy. So if your brain is maxed out, good luck trying to stay focused. This is really a for me at night. While occasionally I'll stay up late after my kids go to bed so that I can get something done, I know that my brain is only moving at half speed. And so many times I'll opt to go to bed and get up extra early instead of staying up late to get whatever thing done. I also feel it when I'm stressed or have something big on my mind. It's so much harder to focus when my whole functioning system is under pressure. David Allen, who is one of my absolute favorite thought leaders, his book Getting Things Done completely changed how I work. He says that the mind is for having ideas, not holding ideas. If the brain is busy using some of its energy to keep track of deadlines or process a difficult conversation, or remember that you promised to send a team member a document, we have less of our brain available for whatever we're working on in the moment. And that means that we have seriously upped those internal distractions because the brain is trying to keep us from getting so focused on one thing that we forget about everything else. The last element of this is about lost productivity or efficiency. Even though we may not realize it, every time our attention switches between one thing and another, it takes us time to refocus. This is why the newer research that's coming out shows that multitasking isn't real. It's actually task switching. And it's quite often very costly. While you can do two things at once, like listening to a podcast while washing the dishes, you can't really participate in a meeting while also checking your email. You're just switching from one thing to the other. And while you're doing so, your mind is having to refocus on what's happening each time. In addition to task switching, there's also the lost time of your mind wandering when you don't notice it because you're lost in your own thoughts. While I fully support having time for your brain to just wander, And there's actual research saying that allowing your brain that time to just be free is really important and will help you focus in the future during a meeting or while you're trying to write an important document or update a project budget is not the best time. Now, the reason I think it is so important to recognize the power of these internal distractions is because when you shift from seeing distractions as predominantly external to predominantly internal, you realize that a huge part of focus is actually your ability to control your own mind. And that means we've got to ensure our brain has enough energy to focus, so no more mental exhaustion. And while there are a lot of things we can do to create those external conditions for success, there's also a lot we can do in terms of training our brain and building the muscles needed to sustain attention. So we have covered sustaining attention and distractions from an internal and external point of view. So now let's shift to what you can do about all of this. And for this section we're going to use the timeline aspect of the matrix which has short-term in the moment focus and long-term approaches for creating conditions for you to succeed and focus in the future now i'm actually going to start with those long-term future-oriented approaches because if we set ourselves up to focus from the start we'll have to use fewer of those short-term in the moment techniques to stay focused so to set yourself up there are a few things you can do externally And some of these you've probably heard of before, so this is your reminder to actually do them if you haven't yet. First, clear your physical and digital spaces of visual distractions. Remember when I said that your phone is an internal distraction because seeing it makes you want to pick it up? Well, there are a whole bunch of things like your phone that we can just eliminate from our line of sight. So of course, start by putting your phone somewhere you won't see it. In a drawer, in your bag, on a different shelf across the room, If you're worried that you're gonna miss an important message, turn on your ringer so that you won't miss it. Just be sure to have those notifications set properly so that you don't get dings for things that aren't important. Next up, close or hide your tabs on your browser that you're not using. I've started opening up the tab that I'm working on in its own window and then minimizing everything else. So that way I can still keep all those tabs open and I can be logged in, but I'm not staring at them and then fighting the urge to click on them. I also used to put sticky notes on my monitor of all the things I didn't wanna forget. But now I keep them in my daily planner or just written on my desk, because I realized that every time I saw them, every time my eyes wandered to them, it was like a little ping to my brain to do that thing, or at least to think about that thing, which really wasn't so helpful for focusing. Now, once you've dealt with the visual triggers, it's time to deal with the audio ones. Proactively set your notifications so you're only alerted or interrupted for the most important things. Getting a calendar notification that a meeting's about to start is super important because it actually allows you to be totally focused on your task without worrying about missing that upcoming meeting. This means that there's no cognitive load of checking the clock every five minutes. But if you don't set your notifications properly and you get a ping every time someone leaves you a message on Slack, you are probably not going to be so focused. You can also work on structuring your day for greater focus. It can be hard to get into something when you only have a few minutes between meetings. If you're trying to get work done in 30 minute increments because you've got meetings preparing your day, it's a lot harder than having an hour or two or three when you can really get into that mindset of deep work. So in this case, see what happens if you start blocking time on your calendar for meetings with yourself. And of course, some teams like to even have no meeting times like from one to 5 p.m. on Tuesdays, that way everyone has time to focus. Another approach, if you're back in the office, is to signal to people when you're available and when you're not. If you have a door to your workspace, close it when you need to concentrate. And let people know that a closed door means please don't knock unless it's urgent. And if you're an open workspace, I've had folks tell me that they put headphones on to signal that they're in don't bother me mode. And then others have used flags or signs or little figurines they put in a certain spot on their desk. If you do use one of those approaches, I suggest setting a timer to alert you when you wanna take down the signal or when you wanna open your door, because I've definitely done this and then totally forgotten that I've been in focus mode and then nobody interrupts me when they really need me because they're still waiting. Now, as an approach, this works best when a whole team is discussed it front. Everyone needs to know what is the signal to look for and what does that signal mean? So I hope you'll consider talking with your team about why focus time is important and what each of them can do to easily let others know when they're in that focused mode. And then lastly, is to build your mental ability to focus so that even when your focus is broken, you can quickly get back on track. And this is done through meditation, breath work, and learning to be more present and aware of what's happening in your own mind and around you. Just like exercise for your body, meditation and these other practices are a form of exercise for your brain. They teach you to keep your mind on one thing to notice when other thoughts are entering and then how to let them go. While I don't personally have a regular practice of meditation right now, I have in the past and I found that even just five minutes a day was really helpful. So this is a good reminder to myself that I should probably get back to that. Now, unfortunately, even if you have done everything possible to set yourself up to focus, it is inevitable that at some point, at some time, you will find yourself interrupted or distracted in the moment. So here are some things you can do when that happens. My number one thing is to jot things down that come to your mind so you can get them out of your brain and then immediately return to the task at hand. I do this all the time. I've started keeping a little whiteboard next to my keyboard specifically to jot things down that pop into my brain and I don't want to forget. By capturing them on a whiteboard or a sticky note or a notebook, I don't have to go deeper into the distraction of doing the thing that I just thought of right now or even opening up my task manager so I can put it where it should be, because if I'm there, I may see something else that further distracts me. So I love jotting things down right on my whiteboard. Next, take a few deep breaths while counting to five as you inhale and exhale. The breath is so powerful and we often forget about it, or at least I know I do. But in a moment when you need to refocus, it can quickly calm your mind and your body and get you back into focus mode. And then lastly, Set an intention. I've noticed that when I'm vague about what I'm doing, I more easily jump from thing to thing, following wherever my mind is taking me. But if I've consciously told myself, for the next 20 minutes, you are going to read this article, or you have 30 minutes to get this document written, or even this meeting is only 25 minutes long and you're going to connect with this person and stay present. When I'm that intentional, I am much more likely to stay focused and follow through. And this is both a technique about giving yourself direction, as well as setting yourself up to want to fulfill that goal. Because who doesn't want to feel good when you get to pat yourself on the back for your accomplishment? This week's episode guide contains this matrix that I mentioned, as well as tips and suggestions for how to focus from all of these various perspectives. Like all episode guides, they are available as part of your membership at the Sprout level and above. So to become a member, go to themodernmanager.com slash join. Or purchase the episode guide at themodernmanager.com/shop. To get the free mini guide, go to themodernmanager.com/miniguides. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues and move work forward. To learn
1: how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rockstar boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at maymeks.com slash podcast. That's m a m i e k s slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.